Welcome to another episode of Compa Financial Therapy. My name is Daniel. I'm here with my compadre Mike. Hey Mike, how was your week this week? I'm good. How are you, Danny? Eh, okay. You okay? Yeah. I was watching the Olympics this morning, so it was good. How was that coming? I haven't seen him. Yeah, it was okay. It was kind of mellow. It was nothing exciting. There was not that many people in the crowds. But Did they have anything like, um, like they usually have like an opening show or anything like that? Yeah, but it wasn't as intricate. The the stage or the stadium was kind of half empty. Right, right. Social distancing. So, yeah. So they got some COVID stuff going on over there. Yeah, so at least they're doing it. Right, right. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I was excited to watch the... Um, the space flight, Jeff Bezos' space flight with Blue Origin. Oh, yeah, I did get to see that. And did you watch he, it? Yeah, yeah, he was with his brother and then the oldest person and the youngest person ever, right? <laughs> Which wow. is funny. And I give the lady, the, the lady, right, the old lady, the one that was on there, I give her credit for going out there. Oh, well, yeah, credit. it takes, takes guts to yeah. be able to withstand that 5Gs. And probably a few pampers, but it's okay. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't have done it. Personally, I wouldn't have done it. Why not? If I would pay that for you, would you do it? Nope. No. Nope. nope. I'm, I'm scared of flying. I'm afraid of flights, of heights. But this is not flying. This is going on a rocket. Exactly. <laughs> this is a damn rocket. Did you see how it took off? Yeah. Like a, like a, like when uh, NASA goes out in space or when they used to go out in space. Well, I mean, the worst thing that could happen is it could be like that Challenger, you yeah. know, blows up. Well, that was back in what, 2003? I don't remember when it was. 2003 when they, well, there was one in 2003 where they, yeah. and then it was like six or seven. Yeah. That's the scary part, I think. But, exactly. yeah, but you know, car accidents, the same thing. So that's true. That's I just, true. I, when I was watching it, looked fake. The takeoff looked fake, and then even the um, when it returned, that rocket, the propellant, the tube, that looked fake too. The way it landed. So you think the whole thing was real? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, now with movie technology, it's possible. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some of that stuff, some of that 3D stuff. Mm -hmm. It's pretty crazy. It's interesting, and I think they put a stop to it on, I think, on YouTube or something like that. Yeah. Where I was watching this video last year or the year before, they put somebody's face on somebody else's body and it looked real. Yeah. And I think people were, were believing that it was that person. Well, a lot of people say that there was the original moon landing was not real. Right. So we don't know. We'll never know. Yeah. And it's funny you bring that up because I was watching a TikTok. I'm a big fan of TikTok. There was a, and I got to verify if it's true, there was this guy that went up to, I think, Neil Armstrong mm -hmm. and told him to swear and put his hand over the Bible and verify that it was him confirming and he wouldn't do it. So, well, we'll never know. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of conspiracy theories. Right, right. And then I think the boots, right? They were on display, and the, the boot marks on, on the moon don't were, match. Don't match the actual <laughs> boots that are on display. It might be a different boot. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. Maybe different boots, different shoes for moonwalking, huh? Yeah. My, Michael Jackson shoes. The, the film crew was was available <laughs> back then, so we don't know. That's true. That's so true. we don't we don't know. We will never know. We just got to believe. Okay. That's what they tell us. It's, right. It happened. Right. We got to believe it, I guess. Yeah. Or not. It's in the history books. That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> so, right, yeah. last time we, were t we, we mentioned, uh, we were talking about Dave Ramsey. Right. That's the chef guy, right? No, it's that financial guy. Dave, Dave Ramsey, he's been around, I guess, 20 years or so. He's a radio, he has his radio show, usually in AM, I believe, right. radio. And... He's famous for some seven baby steps of saving money and becoming debt free. Right. And I know we mentioned him, his name several times uh, in the last show, I think, or the or one of the shows, I don't right. remember. Yeah. And so I thought it would be a good idea. What are the baby steps that he talks about? And how does it really fit the general population, especially people from the barrio? Right. Can they really follow the baby steps or do, would they really work? Right. And, there, and I could see some people saying that it wouldn't help work for them. Definitely see that happening. And it's hard. The baby steps are hard, definitely, for sure. So let's go. Over. What are the baby steps? Baby step one. Baby step one. Save $1,000. I think anybody case. could do that. Yeah, but it's, I think it's hard, too. It's How, hard. No. Because, I, so it, saving $1,000, you're already in the mindset of spending, you have a lifestyle, spending money this way, spending money that way, going to the movies, spending uh, money out, flashing stuff, right? But if you save 100 bucks a month, in 10 months you're 10 you're, months that's a long time months. for hey, somebody okay. that might feel like that's or 20 months if you do 50 dollars a month <laughs> that's a couple so, of starbucks that you don't have to buy that's true that's almost two years though well but at least you could do it it's doable it's doable of course okay so so you don't think that's reasonable a thousand dollars i think yeah. everybody should save at minimum three months of whatever you need to survive for right. food rent or whatever you need to to live with 
ideally six months to a year. Six months to a year, right. That's what it should be. For baby step one. Yeah, that's, I think that should be your baby step one, okay. personally. And, and, I, and I tell you that because many years ago, when I was in my 20s, and I, didn't, I never followed Dave Ramsey. I learned about him maybe right. a couple years ago. But we were already doing a lot of the stuff Dave Ramsey steps have. Right. And my wife at that time, she had asked... Um, You've had other wives? No, my wife, no. Oh, okay, you said wife at the time. No, at the time, (laughs) she she, she believed in savings, and we would always try to have at least six months of of, uh, savings. And I think uh, at that time, I I think we had like a year of what we needed to survive, like for pay rent, food, gas, utilities, whatever we need. Well, I lost my job. Shit. And it took six months to get a job. Shit. So... um, that's why I believe six months to a year. You already had that money saved up? Had the money Before? saved up, yeah. Okay. So when I lost a job, yeah, I was worried. And it got to a point, I kept applying, applying to work. Wasn't getting anything. And got interviews, but no yeses. So you know what I said? Forget it. And let's go on vacation. We had, you know, we decided let's go on vacation. Let's clear why out. Were you were laid off? Huh? Why, why were you were out of work? Yeah, we were out of work. And we went to Mexico to visit her sister. And, you know, we didn't have to pay for a hotel, just a flight. And then it doesn't cost much to travel in Mexico. Right. So we figured, okay, we could do it with a very, very low budget. We did it. And guess what? When I was over there, I got an offer to job. Dang. While on vacation. While on vacation. So, so they called. They left a message. I called them from over there. And then um, I told them, well, I'm on vacation. I won't be back until another uh, week or so. And she says, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll wait for you. Came back, did my second interview, or did the interview. And then they, they, within a week later, did a second interview, and that was hired. Nice. But, I don't know, sometimes I feel that when I'm, like, stuck and things are not moving, just getting away sometimes that helps. Mm-hmm. So, that time it did help. But, if I hadn't had that six months to a year saved up, we wouldn't be able to do it. And who knows where we would have been. Probably lost our house, lost the cars, everything that we had. Mm-hmm. So, I've always believed in that. So... For you, it worked out right having that. You said six months of plan yeah. of, of funds. Yeah. Right. However long it took you to figure that out to do it, but all. Luckily, you had that before Dave Ramsey, right? Oh yeah. We, I mean, I've always my wife. That was when we got married. That's that was our goal. Hey, we got to say put savings away, and we did. And um, to this day, I believe that you know have that for your household, and if you have income property, same thing for each of the income properties. Have have a, a good slush fund, and it comes in handy. Um, I I believe in money attracts money. Right. So if you have uh, a lot of debt and bills, you can get a lot of bills. Keep coming, 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 coming. And if you have money saved up, eventually that attracts more money coming in. Right. And, and I like that when you mentioned that you were able to save some of that money just in case something happened, right? I know somebody right now, he hasn't told me, but I know somebody, I heard through the grapevine, this person, I think he owns some property, tambien. So he saved up, or he's working, He, I think he pays, he gets paid pretty decently. So he's got his property and then he's got some rental property. And I think some people in his rental property aren't paying because of COVID. Yep. So he's having to work a second job. Just to pay the mortgage. To pay the mortgage on the other, uh, on the rental property for the people that can't afford it. That goes in line to, there's a lot of books when you're buying you know, rental properties right. and income properties that tell you leverage, meaning that get a loan from building A that got, has equity to get the down payment for the second building, right. and you do that, and eventually you acquire a whole bunch of real estate. Right. Yeah, it works, but what happens like in your friend's situation? Uh, people stop paying rent, right. or I had many years ago one situation where well, a, four du- a fourplex, all the tenants moved out sure. at the same time for two months. Were they two and a half months. Huh? Were they protesting you? Or? No. What happened, um, it was when the economy went down. Mm-hmm. So one person lost her job. Another tenant got married. The third tenant, they bought a house because everything was cheap. Nice. And the fourth one, I don't know what happened to it. Why did they move out? But the building was completely empty mm-hmm. for uh, two and a half months. So who had to cover the mortgage? You did, right? Well, yeah. But because I believe in that six months to a year uh, reserves, that building had that reserve, and we went through the whole reserves, um, you know, in that period of time. 
and because not only I had to cover the rent, but I also had to cover the repairs for each one. Right. So every time somebody moves out, you got to go in there and paint it. The carpet or whatever it is. Whatever it is. So that that took up a lot of money and it was very stressful. And I was going to ask, well, how, how was that stress for you? Even though you had the six months of plaque. It was stressful, but I think it would have been worse if we didn't have that. Right. And so I always recommend people they have that reserve. Uh, I know it's hard to do because you see the money and like, hey, I want to start spending. You know, just right. set it aside. You're going to thank me down the line because eventually you will need it. Right. Uh, repairs, things break down. You have a major catastrophic repair that's going to drain your, your, your savings on that. Yeah, your financial resources. Yeah. Sure. And if you don't have that, then what happens? You got to tap into your personal. Now that starts affecting your personal. Yeah. And you don't want that. Right. A lot of stress involved in that. Yeah. I, I don't think, if I wouldn't have known about Dave Ramsey, I don't think I would have saved up X amount of, uh, I would have saved up money, but I don't think it would have been enough to cover yeah. six, nine, a year, months of uh, supply. Of yeah, I don't know where my wife got that from, but you know, we have to said, bring okay, her. We'll bring we her have to interview her and ask her one day where, where, where <laughs> she, she got that from. Yeah, that's where you get because I wouldn't have thought about it. My wife never thought about it. Yeah. And it, as I mentioned in previous ones, I had to bring my wife, kind of get her on board, and this was after a while, after speaking to people, and including you. You're one of the ones that told me, like, hey, follow this. Yeah, I, I mean, that, she had that on board right from when we got married, and uh, what was the other thing we, we did? Multiple savings accounts. Back then, savings accounts had, like, very little minimum. Right. So we had a savings account for vacation, savings right. accounts for, for the car repairs, savings account for a new car, savings account for... Uh, just like did whatever we we want big ticket items that we wanted to do, right. we had a savings account for it. Right. And every month or every check, she would put a little bit here and there. And I remember one one year, uh, she goes, "We want to do a really nice vacation." And I says, "Well, okay, where do you want to go?" Uh, she picked Europe. Mm-hmm. And because I'm not a good flyer like you, <laughs> I said, "Okay, we're gonna go to Europe. Well, we have to go for a long time, so we ended right. up taking off for a month." You were trying to board that flight, huh? Yeah, just one time, back to back. <laughs> back, to back. So uh, we took off for a month, and we saved up for it for about a year and a half. Damn. And once we had the money, we ended up saving, I think it was 15, 20 grand. And it says, okay, book it. Nos fuimos. Damn. Didn't worry about any, any money issues. We spent whatever we wanted Jeez. over there, came back. No credit card debt, because it was already- Made off, huh? Yeah. That's really nice, man. Yeah, so that's why the different savings account trick works and having the reserves and, yeah, no. In, no in the different savings accounts, did you, did you find yourself having one account being uh, funded more or faster than the other ones? Well, there were certain items that we wanted to reach sooner. For example, we knew, okay, we want to buy a car within X period of time or we wanted to go on vacation by X period of time. On those, we would budget a certain amount of our check to go to those a little bit more. And the ones that just needed just money to just to pop in there, we would just put in the, the minimum that we thought, okay, we're gonna s- split that amount in there. I figured the vacation would be the first one being funded. Probably, it's sometimes. Funded. I think it was, the, it was, for that time, it was the car and the vacation. I think those were the big, okay. big ticket items okay. that we wanted to save. So Dave Ramsey says step one, $1,000. Danny says? Six months to a year. Six months to a year of expenses. But. I agree with Dave Ramsey as a start. Right, right. Because once you get started with that, eventually you're gonna, right. we could do more. If, you, remember, go ahead, go if ahead. you could do more, do more. Even better. I remember we had to happen when we first started doing it. Something happened to the, I think to our car, and I was like, dude, it's gonna be $300. And I was like, but wait, that's what that money is for, the $1,000 to use that towards emergency stuff. And that was the emergency in order for me to get to work, get yeah. it fixed and get to work. Because, yeah. So that worked for us. And I was like, dude, why do I need to stress about it? But it's always. Yeah, but it's always. But it's always. And then you got to replenish it. Boom, I spent 300 You got to get back in there, get those those $300 back in there to get back up to 1000 Yeah, so it works. Right. But I think 1000 is very little. Right. Especially nowadays, everything's so expensive. Yeah, that's very little. Yeah. Mm. All right. But it, it's a start. Yeah, it is a start. A start. So a what's, start. what's baby te- step two? Baby step two is to pay off all your debt except your house, except your mortgage. Do not pay that off. I agree. Mm-hmm. But that's very hard to do, though, and and if, especially if you have a lot of debt, it's going to take you a couple of years to get through that. Right, right. For some people, it's taking them years. For us, it's taking us years. I follow the Dave Ramsey Everyday Millionaire on Facebook, and some people are seeing like they paid off 
30, 100 something thousand in 19 months. And I was like, dude, how? But they're dedicated. Well, I mean, you gotta be dedicated. You could have two jobs, multiple jobs, uh, a lot of little side gigs here and there. I don't think the ones that are paying off their debt in 19 months are from California. I think they're all from like well, I the mean, Midwest or somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, where you're making a big salary yeah. and your household rent is $1,000 or mm -hmm. less, you know. But here in California, it's kind of hard. You would have hard. to make half a million dollars to be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then so this is the one where Dave Ramsey, that this baby step is where he's talking about picking up a second job if you could. Yeah. Picking up delivering pizza, Uber, DoorDash, que mas? Well, I don't know Restaurant. about DoorDash. I've heard that you're driving around and making $5 a delivery mm -hmm. or $10, that's more than gas that you have to pay for gas. So is it really worth it? So I spoke to somebody recently. Um, he does it, I think, five days a week. He makes about $100 a day. He said on a good day, he makes about 100, 120. Oh, really? On a bad day, I think he's made, if I remember correctly, maybe $40. But that's, le that's less than a day labor. Yeah, La yeah. Day laborers make 250 bucks a day. If you hire them, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Este, but yeah, he said he likes it. He said about a hundred dollars a day. He's like, it's enough. Yes, the he doesn't have to work, but he does. He does do that. He he gets money to for me. I, I well, I mean, I'm not putting it down. It's if you need to make money, that's yeah. that's that's a legitimate way of making money. But I'm not sure if it's worth the amount of energy and that you're doing. There might be other right. jobs that you could do, uh, especially with the, uh, working like in finances or anything with, yeah. with business with tips. My mom, my mom used to work at uh, two restaurants that I remember. And I remember she mentioned to me once, she said, I rely more on my tips than the actual salary. Than my actual salary. But I think at that time too, at that point, it was like late 80s, early 90s. I think the tipping wasn't the same as it is now. I think now they, they pull all their tips together and then they spread it evenly, right? Oh, really? Yeah. I think that's what they do now. That's kind of messed up, I think. It, it is messed up. But then the people who are making a lot of tips are saying the same thing. That's messed up. I'm not getting the same amount of tips as, I don't know, a pretty person or whatever it is. Is that is that why I get bad service now because they know they're not going to get all the tips? Well, I've seen you at McDonald's, Danny. <laughs> getting crazy with that. <laughs> That's McDonald's, though. But in a restaurant, you know, they don't give you the same attention sometimes. As before? Yeah. That, I guess that could be the yeah, incentive. Maybe. There's no incentive, really. Yeah. If it's going to be pulled together and just all out to bat. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense to me. But if everybody pulled the same attitudes together, you pull in some more money. Okay. Right. Pero. Well, so... And then the debt about the snowball. We we talked about snowballing right. bills where you you uh, pay either the least least uh, interest first or the least amount of money first. Right, right. And, and that's another whole ep episode on right. how to do it. And we should touch on that one again too. Maybe give some actual examples. Okay. In future, bring somebody in. So baby step three. Baby step three would be, what's baby step three? Three to six months of expenses in a fully funded emergency fund. Right. That's a, besides the baby step one. Right. So depending also on how much your expenses are, your monthly expenses being your vehicle, whatever it is that you need to survive based on the lifestyle you're living now, but also minimally. Correct. That kind of goes with my baby step one. So that's your baby step <laughs> one and three together. Yeah, that together. And that worked for you. It works, yeah. So there's some people that that are Dave Ramsey, and then there's people that are Dave Ramsey-ish, kind of doing the steps differently. I'm Dave Ramsey-ish, and, and I'll tell you why right now, or what I do differently. I'm on, personally, I'm on baby step two, and I need to sit back and kind of go get back on track to see where I'm at, and make sure that I am on track to pay everything off right now. Um, baby step three is gonna be the next one, and that one's gonna be, I gotta sit back and see what our expenses are to make sure, okay, we have those three to six, or six to nine, or up to a year. Now, when he talks about the expenses, that means what you need on a monthly basis to survive, right. like rent, utilities, cell phone, air, doesn't include entertainment, right. or we want to include entertainment in that. Right, right. It's really up to you. I think personally I would add some entertainment in there, especially if you have kids. At least a little bit to go to the movies right. or... Get out, do something, get a little... Buy ice, ice cream. cream. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're romantic as I am with the ice cream. I go to Home Depot for my dates. <laughs> for ice cream? No, for our dates. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, as you buy a house, uh, you spend a lot of time at Home Depot. I go to Lowe's. I like Lowe's. Lowe's. Yeah. Yeah. Either one. I like Lowe's because I get a 10% military discount. Okay, see. So I, I take you along. Yeah, but so not Home Depot. Home Depot doesn't think that they offer that. So I got to go buy some stuff tomorrow. You want to go to Lowe's for me? Let's go. <laughs> I love Lowe's. I took my father-in-law there. He bought something, a pressure washer. Military discount, 10%. It paid off the, the taxes. Yeah, that's pretty good. Bought my lawnmower, paid off the taxes with that. 
No, I didn't know that. Well, and then with Lowe's too, personally, personal experience. When I when I go to Lowe's, everybody's nice. Hey, sir, can I help you? What can I help you with this? Home Depot, it's hard to find somebody. True, but Lowe's, I've been a couple, couple times like, eh, can't find anybody. Right. So sometimes they're slacking off, but their stores are a lot cleaner, a lot right. nicer. Um, it's just Home Depot's closer to my house. That's, that's true. That's why the reason I go to Home Depot. This is like four blocks maybe? Yeah, that. it's like, I can walk to it. Same I can't same. walk to Lowe's. <laughs> so. The nearest one I think is a... Uh, Maybe four, mm, not more than four miles from me. Yeah. So baby step three, I think that one's gonna, that one may take take a while for somebody. If we're talking about baby step one, maybe taking some people 10 months, 20 months. Yeah, it depends on how much you're putting into it. How much you're putting into it. Just imagine uh, baby step three. But baby step three may be easier once you pay off all your debt, use that money, the extra uh, funds you have there to funnel um, into baby step three. Now, do you think you sh they should work at baby step two and three at the same time? What is this? Thing. His thing is to do them step by step. Step by step. Step by step, except four, five, and six. Four, five, and six go together. So if you get into an emergency and you're debt to the yin yang, then what do you do? Get more debt. Get more debt. Get a second job, third job. Have somebody in the house. He even he even jokes about selling your kids. He's like, sell your kids. Yeah, I know he talks about beans and rice, right? Again, putting yourself on a diet, rice and beans, but he's exaggerating there. Yeah. Somebody actually called him like, are you serious? He's like, man, if you're eating rice and beans. For us, it would be tortillas and frijoles, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Con poquito de queso. That's it. That'd that's be really good. People, man, that's, you gotta really do what you're going to do. Uh, maybe step four, which is invest 15% of your household income in retirement. So that's big, and I think that's, that's going to be a hard one for the Hispanic people for a couple of reasons. One, they don't believe in investing in stocks in the stock market, mutual funds, ETFs, get my side. And then most most of the Hispanics don't work in companies that provide 401ks. That's true. And That's so true. that makes it even harder. That makes it harder, yeah. But there are apps. I, I just got my sister in my, I'm glad my sister admitted to me yesterday she's actually, um, she's invested a good amount of money in stock market. Okay. She listened to me. Oh, but she's playing actual stocks, not like mutual funds and stuff. Not mutual funds, yeah. She's actually, um, she's got some index stocks. Okay. She's investing and she's like, she told me she did about $700. I think nowadays, with all the online methods of buying stocks, anybody could do it nowadays. Right. Back in the day, you couldn't do it, and we wouldn't even hear anybody talking about stocks. You'd have to go to uh, like E Trade, not E Trade, is the which, which companies are out there right now? Uh, before the ones before they get all the apps and all oh, before stuff. there was none, yeah. You had to go to actual broker, right? Because I remember when I was in college, um. You know, you, you hear like, hey, you gotta buy one of my stock, but you didn't. You had to go to a broker to buy right, it, and right. they would charge an arm and leg yeah. to invest. And it's like, no, you, it, you can't do it with, if you don't have money. Now it's not that expensive. Now, well, I remember when I first started buying stock on my own, there was a company called Scott's Trade. Right, right, right. And it was seven dollars a flat fee, buy or sell. Per transaction. Per transaction. That's expensive. Well, I mean, that was I don't know, but that was the only one around at that time, right. and I thought, okay, seven dollars is not bad. Now, the, the new ones are cheaper now? So, the new ones are cheaper, I think. I'm paying maybe less than a dollar per oh, transaction really? on Fidelity, but it might be cheaper than that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Or in my 457B, um, they charge us maybe a $5 monthly fee, mm -hmm. which is not bad. It's a not monthly bad. fee, not a transaction, a monthly, a monthly fee. fee. Oh, it's yeah, and you can try to do as many yeah. transactions. Wow. I got to go back to see what... I, right now, I, I think I'm using uh, Inter America Trade or something like that. Mm. But I don't, I don't, I don't even check to see what they charge anymore. See. I haven't checked in a while. Yeah. I mean, they've been doing a good job. So. And so people have a problem with those fees. Like, hey, why are you charging? Like, they're investing your money. Real, think yeah. about it. Yeah. Five dollars a month. Like. Mm. Yeah. The other part I think with with baby step four, fifteen percent investing in stocks. Some people have questions. Is it fifteen percent of the household income? Meaning, I'm investing seven and a half. My wife is investing seventeen. Uh, seven and a half to equate to fifteen percent, or is it fifteen and fifteen? According to what it says, I think it's the whole household. Right. So everybody, fifteen percent. And I think the way he says it is, as a household, you bring all your income into a pot, and that's fifteen percent of that. Right. And I know you have some advice too about fifteen percent, or maybe even more investing. Right. Depending on where you're investing, you had mentioned to me before. There's a certain if if your company matches your well, yeah. If like you, you have an employer where they do matching, do the matching at minimum, right. plus an extra percent, right? Because there's this math that usually kind of throws everything off. So right. do an extra percent. 
But you got to be careful with that right. because if you do the 15% and some companies that, uh, if you do the, the full 15% that the IRS or something like that allows to, to put in, then your matching might not get put in there. Right. So you got to be careful on, uh, on that. So it might be, if you're doing it with your employer, it could be, um, you know, like 10% plus if you're getting 4%, right. so that's about 14% that you go as far as in your funds. Um, but I think he's talking not employment. I think right. he's talking on the side, right? That's a good question. I got to follow. But I think he's also uh, including that. Oh, he's including that? I believe so. Okay, then. In 401k, money mutuals, mutual funds. So then, then that would probably be part of baby step one because if you're working and your employer's matching, you want to do at least the matching, three, four percent, five percent, whatever your employer matches, at minimum. And so, and I think that's where he has a problem, or some people call him and tell him, hey, I'm investing now, and he says, you shouldn't be investing now. But you then be that's, you're throwing money away, though. That's my, that's my argument. Because if you don't do the matching, that's, you're losing, 4%. you're losing out 4%. And I think I mentioned to you, I knew somebody who's, works where I work, and they haven't invested, they've been working there longer than I have, like twice as long, and they invested nothing. Nothing. You got to do the, at least the matching. Right. You know, you got to do the, the minimum, the matching plus half a percent or one percent. Right. So where I work, I think the matching is four percent, but you have to do a four point three percent in order to get the full four percent because that's sometimes the math and whatever it is after that. Exactly. You don't get the full four percent. You end up being like a three point eight or nine. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So then that's where I'm at. I'm also baby step one. I've done some baby step one, baby step two, and baby Part step of four. Because you're investing. Right. And I've been investing a couple years already. But you're also doing outside investing. I'm also doing outside investing, yeah. That one's not a percentage. That one's whenever I have extra money, twenty, thirty dollars, I'm gonna go buy some stuff in there, yeah. And I do my research on where I'm gonna buy my stocks. I don't just throw it wherever the hell. I mm -hmm. research porque this company, how's it doing, how's it been doing, who's on the board, stuff like that. We'll have to talk about that. Now what to look for when you're looking at a company. Right. And uh, maybe we, we could get some information, you know, do you look at the balance sheets? Do you look at the company's finances? Or, you know, I think that's a whole topic we, yeah. should, we should talk about one Let's of these do that. days. And I'd love to maybe have an audience one day. Oh, yeah. So they well, can see it, maybe try it. <laughs> but I'm having my sister do it. My sister actually did it, and she's like, hey, I've listened to you. And, but she also seen where our parents came from. They didn't invest. They were, everything was saving, saving, saving. And I told her, like, hey, invest. And luckily, she's young enough to. Invest a little bit. Eventually, you get comfortable and you start investing more, right. and uh, it makes a big difference. Right. Yeah. And that's where she's at. So she's doing it. I'm happy. And then, so my outside one is not a percentage. It's just whatever. Whenever I have extra money, dominoes. My kids also have um, stocks, and I help them pick. What do you like, me? Oh, I, I buy Microsoft. I spend money here. All right. Do you want to invest in Microsoft? I love Tesla. Dad. Okay. Like Throw Tesla. some money in Tesla. He's investing good. Yeah. So. Most of the time, I remember one time reading this uh, about this, what do you call these investment groups? Mm -hmm. And there was a bunch of little old ladies that would get together and, and they would buy um, like stocks. Right. And they all purchase stuff of brands that they used in their life. Right. And it turned out that the group made several million dollars just by doing that, right. stuff that they knew and they, they felt comfortable in buying companies that they felt comfortable. And it does work. So that's one of the strategies I use. Where do I invest? Netflix? I'm watching Netflix. Well, why not get some money back from Netflix if I'm paying? I'm exactly. Gonna... It's your company. Right. A little bit. And then the mortgage company that we have. Yeah. Also on the stock market. I'm supposed to. No. You're charging me some money. I'm going to get some money back. It, it makes sense. Many years ago, probably about when the last economy came down, uh, I think it was what, 2009, something like that, 2008? After 2008, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I decided to do an investment club mm -hmm. with family and friends. And I think there was a 15 of us. And everybody would meet once a month, and we all put, pitched in a hundred bucks, and we everybody were being three companies, right? And then the whole group would vote, and we put our whole money together, and we we would buy the stocks, right. whatever shares we could buy with with the money that we had, and it worked out pretty good because we were really diversified, right. meaning that we got companies from automobiles from to Avon to companies that. I would have never thought of purchasing, right. and eventually it was it was a program that we did for two years, and uh, a 
group of us decided to buy everybody out and at the end I ended up keeping all the stocks right. and um, it was worth it I'll do it again next time the economy goes down was it worth it for you or for them what do you think it was worse for both okay. because everybody got the short gain but I decided like you know you know what these are a good perf- good balanced portfolio right. I'm gonna just see what happens I'm gonna let it ride and so I ended up buying everybody's shares at the value of the at right. the end of two years and you know it was it was good now that value has increased quite significantly. Quite a lot, right? Yeah, and that's something I t- when I talk to family or friends, I tell them like, investing is long term. Don't expect to get rich overnight. The next day, look, say there are some few, right? Like AMC, GameStop, that happened, but the other ones are long term. Yeah, the other ones are long term. I tell my sister, like, dude, that's not for now. The only thing I think would have done differently is if if we would have kept it going, right? Not ended at two years. How much money could you guys have invested in all that? Right now, like I if th- you guys were to put money, how, how much would I have in? in what 10 15 years i mean i don't know how much we were putting a year uh there was f- 20 of us i think mm-hmm. 15 or 20 people and we're putting uh, was it 2000 a month you want to do the math yeah do the math how much is that uh how much was it okay i think it was f- let's say 15 people 15 people okay uh, 100 15 people 100 people so it's 1500 times 12 1500 times 12 equals $18,000 18000 a year. 18000 a year times, uh, what is it, 15 years ago now or 10 years ago? Was it 12 years ago now? It's been that long? Yeah. $216,000. So now multiply that by the compound interest. How much would that be worth uh, at 10%? I love compounding interest. That's your friend right there. <laughs> compounding interest is your friend. That's not that's not what they're charging you in interest. That's you I making I think that money. that if we had continued and we do, kept doing that, the same number of people, it'd probably be worth about five, ten million dollars easily. Damn. Yeah, because that's two hundred sixteen thousand. That's just investing. Investing. That doesn't include uh, interest, interest, compound, compound interest, none of that stuff. So I think if we would have done it, so I think that's something I would do differently right. in the future, is start another one and then just keep it right. rolling, and then there'll be your retirement. That's a I mean, good retirement. Well, yeah, imagine you did that uh, for 10 years, and, and if it does reach 10 million, that's a million bucks a piece. Damn. Damn. When you start thinking about that. Right. And that's just in one place. That one doesn't place. include your retirement. Yeah. And, and, and it wasn't a lot of money that we were putting. It was like 100 bucks a month. Right. Damn. So, but we were in a group, which gave us a lot of power to buy stocks that we wouldn't See. be able to buy individually. But the way that I'm thinking, because I know so many people, they were probably, and this is this happens to a lot of people. They want to make money off the bat. Yeah, there's there's some people that did it for six months. So we want out. Yeah, if you did it, bef- they w- they wanted out before the time um, that that we had agreed in as a group. Um, they wouldn't get any of the interest. They would just get right. their money out. Because there's penalties on, yeah. on top of that, right? Yeah. If you pull out your money, um, what is it, short gains yeah. before a year? And mm-hmm. don't say, I heard that's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. That's like a lot of interest get get the yeah. COVID on taxes and everything. But it was good. Everybody made money at the end, yeah. you know. But uh, you know, it happens. Yeah. It happens. So that's uh, investing is long term. Investing is long term. Uh, baby step five. Baby step five is college fund. <coughs> so I yeah. see. Yeah, Rasa doesn't play. <coughs> that's what I was gonna say. Maybe or nowadays it's different. But when I was growing up, they would look down on you planning and going to college. Right. So yeah, my parents didn't. I think there's a big push now for college and even trade schools. And I think there's more of a push now for trade schools because I think they're cheaper, short term. You make some good money. Yeah, if you want to be school. a contractor, you yeah. want to be a beautician right. or what's other trade schools? Uh, uh, like welder, plumbing, plumbing, plumbing HVAC, well, stuff like that. Those are industries that are somewhat dying. People don't want to work those. Really? Mm-hmm. There's a shortage. Too much work? Um, for the millennials and Generation the, Z? Yeah, the next generation, they don't want to get dirty. I mean, because they're, they're hard jobs. Yeah. They're very difficult. I mean, they're well-paying, but they're very difficult right, right. Uh, jobs to do. I know. I've seen, I know some people that work in HVAC, and it's like, dude, you guys are in this, on the roof. In the attic, uh, you know, it's really hot up there, and yeah. some, some of those attics are really, like, narrow. Uh, it's a tough job. Right. So, you know, my hat goes off to those who, who do it, but, um, yeah, this new generation, I don't see them. They don't want to do it. They want to do it. Pretty hands like mine. Yeah. But uh, where do they invest this college fund? Do they just put it in a savings account, checking account? Well, there's a, what is it, the 529. That, that's the one that most financial advisors recommend. Right. The downside with that is that if your kids don't go to college, you lose the money. So here's what I've heard. You got you have to use that money for college purposes, right? Correct. I heard It could be you. 
I can use it? You could, anybody in the household could use it. So it's not to a specific person, it's no. not for like my son, like there's not a separate account, it could just be. My, well, it's for the kid, but if the kid then, my understanding of it doesn't go to college, you could use it for yourself or, or for another kid. Okay. And it has to be specific for school Correct. expenses. Correct. Right? But I've heard, I haven't looked too much into it, but I heard there's a way to convert it, like a backdoor way to convert it from a five to nine. Because you can lose it, like you mentioned. If you don't yeah. use it, you lose it. But there's a way to convert it up to, like, I think a regular 401k or Roth. I forgot what it was. But there's mm -hmm. a way to convert it, a backdoor way. I didn't know there was a backdoor. Yeah. Something must be something new, because I didn't know about that. There's, there's always a backdoor. When, when I was... You uh, they, they told me about it, huh? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, they told me about it. They didn't say there was a backdoor. They said, no, you, you got to go to college. I go, I only have one son. What if he doesn't go to college? Right. Well, then you or your wife has to go to college. And, like, well, I already went to college. And so I don't know if those expenses have... If you can use those expenses to buy a car too, I don't know if it's that. That's for the college expense. Yeah, I don't transportation, know. Transportation, I don't think so. Transportation, so I gotta look into that. So, that, so the one way of doing that is just have your kid go to college for one semester and buy him a car, and then you can pull all the money out. Then that's, that's true. Th th there's different ways. We could just gotta look into it. And you gotta be creative too. Yeah, I don't right. know. But a five to nine, I mean, that's something I really gotta look into because our our people are not gonna open a five to nine. Most likely get some five to nine. Where are they gonna go get it? Where do you open those? Do you yes. go to the regular bank, or do you have to go to a specific location to get that? Right. Um, I don't know if regular banks have those now. I haven't looked into it personally because my kids, I served in the military, so they get their college um, expenses paid for. I think for four years or something. Oh really? Yeah. I don't know that. That's <clears throat> all of them. So I'm, I'm adopting kids if anybody wants to go to college for free. <laughs> yes, they, you so should yeah, have told me that six years ago. Six years ago. Could take my kid. That's true. Too late now. That's true. <laughs> Maybe the other ones. Grandkids. Like I said, we'll put Grandkids. Them on. And wow. so, and I think the fact is also like a stock. Is it stock market related? Yes. I think it builds interest. It's like a mutual fund. Okay. I think it's like a mutual fund. So you invest, you invest, you know, at the end, it's building. I mean, not the end, but along the way, it also builds interest. Yeah. But uh, hopefully, you know, the Rasa starts at least doing something. Right. The way I did it for my sons, every month you know how we've talked about having savings accounts well we had a savings account for my son right and every month we would put in you know two three hundred bucks and by the time he got to college the account was probably worth maybe sixty thousand you know because we did it for 18 years right right it adds up a gerber baby a gerber baby pretty no, much okay. and um we used it up on his undergrad and graduate school nice. and uh so that one didn't build up a lot of interest, right? Because no. the banks were putting in like no. whatever they get, like one percent now. We put it in a money market account. Okay. We could, probably could have done better by putting it in like in a mutual fund, right. but I don't know. For some reason, we just decided to go that route. It's secure. It's there. It's gonna. We knew we were building it up. Um, right. Yeah, I think that was our mistake. We're not putting it in a mutual fund. But even sixty grand is really good. We saved up zero when I went to college. You know. Yeah. So yeah, it's so. helpful. No, well, I think that's good. Yeah, I, I, no, it was helpful for him. I think he's happy. He didn't have no have to get financial aid or anything. No else. student loans or student loans. No, that's stressing. We talked to Sarah, who was talking about yeah. her student loans. Student loans. It was a lot of stress for her. And and I know people that I work with, they've been out of school for 10, 20 years, and they're still paying student loans. Well, there's a reason why they do that. Why people are waiting 10 years, 25 years to pay off their student loans, <clears throat> depending which one you get. There's also like there's one that if you're working up as a public servant for 10 years. They can wave off your loans, supposedly. I think there's some like teacher stuff, right? So there's teachers. There's also if we work in a place where there's a high need for mental health specialists, therapists, psychologists, we do it for ten years. They can wave or forgive those loans. Well, see, that's worth it right there. But I've heard also that the acceptance rate for those uh, applications it's like a very One. small percent. Very small. Percent. You got to be a favorite. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's based on who, who you are, who is a favorite in the department. No, it's not the department that does it. It's like a, it's a program. Oh. It's a different program. Pero a lot of people end up getting rejected. From what I've heard, I don't know. i got to look into it. I don't have 10 years yet. I'll find out. But then there's another program with the uh, student loan forgiveness. Is if I think you pay your student loans for 25 years, they forgive them after that. But do you yeah, want but to 25 years, 25 years? What's left? Well, depending. Because some people do their earned income. So you're paying less, and the interest is like $1,000. You're paying like four or $500. So I'm not speaking from experience. I'm just saying things that I've heard, you know. So you're getting a lot of interest in the... Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know. It's a business. Oh, it's a, it's a business. It shouldn't be. Yeah. I think I think if, if I ever make Jeff Bezos type money, my goal is to uh, fund people to school 100%, but then they have to do the same. 
okay. to somebody else, kind of like pay it forward. And of course, by the time they, you know, they would have to work uh, at least five years or 10 years in their job. At that mark, they start, they got to find somebody and do the right. same. But of course, the school's going to be more expensive, but that's where kind of where you pay the interest rate. Right. But by then, they should be financially set. And they would be able to afford to fund one or two kids. Right, right. That'd be nice. So, so that that's kind of one of my goals to do kind of like a scholarship type right. of thing where, yeah, you don't have to worry about housing, food, or anything. Just fund it one hundred percent. Right, right. And then, they would have to do that five that's years awesome. or ten years after they. It's like the Starbucks thing. Again, when somebody pays at the front, and the people in the back yeah. look us ask. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. I so like that. we'll see. I'm not there yet, but hopefully one day. Uh, you got I'll two years. You got two years left. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> to, 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 uh, so, what's the next one? Baby step six. Pay yeah. off your home early. Yes. So, that's where actually you start paying off your mortgage as fast as you can. Um, so, then there's some controversy with that, right? Well, there's some people that say you should never pay off your mortgage. Right. right? And there's other people that say, like him. Well, why, why wouldn't people pay off their mortgage, though? Why wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. uh, some people say that you get the tax advantage at the end of the year. That's always been my reasoning before. But Before really, how much house. tax advantage do you get for that? So then that was my, so I've always been told like, save it, keep your money, not keep your money. Don't pay off your home fast. Use it, excuse me, use it 30 years, you can get tax runoff. But then we did our taxes last year, this year for the first time, so we bought a house. Damn, there's really no big of difference. No big difference. I think we were only able to claim about $15,000 worth of renovations or whatever. Made no difference. I mean, I guess it made a difference. Pero... Personally, I rather pay it off and have peace of mind. Right. The peace of mind of not of knowing, especially if you don't have any of the funds, or you know, if you have no mortgage and you lose your job, all you have to worry is about utilities, property taxes, and insurance. Right. And a little bit of food, frijoles and tortillas. Yeah, we'll be fine with that. Yeah, you know, a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollar mortgage. You know, that's a lot of money. It is. It is. We're up there. We're somewhere up there. Yeah. So. It's a lot of money. Uh, so, I recommend yeah, pay it off as as soon as you can. So I'm glad you said that because I was watching somebody. I think Tuesday evening, I was watching somebody on YouTube saying you shouldn't pay off your house. Instead, whatever extra money you have that you're going to throw into your home on a monthly basis, invest that in stocks, mutual funds, money mutual ETFs, and he said the reasoning behind that is. Your home is going to build equity, right, at about 3% per year. But if you put it in stocks, you can get up to 10%. So he said there's obviously a 7% higher interest gained. Right? But you could lose 10% as but well. you could lose. But my friend, Dave Ramsey, we're really tight. He was at my house yesterday. No, he wasn't. <laughs> he says that the stock market has shown about a 12% average return. Personally, for my 457B, I've seen, I've seen I'm on about 19%. Um, yeah, I'm about 19%. Thanks to you. So, so you would, do you want to, are you going to follow that? Or? I don't know. I'm looking into it. And I was having a good conversation with my wife yesterday when we went up north to Fresno. Because it, it got me thinking. And I, the guy was talking about like, go talk to a financial advisor, somebody, a broker that can invest your money. And I, and I started asking my wife, I started thinking about it. And I asked her the same question I was thinking. I said, what, is our, what are our financial goals? Like when we retire, what, what is it? And she threw out like, I want to have a good amount of money, which what is, is what, what does that mean? Exactly, that's a very vague <laughs> response. <laughs> what does that mean? Typical of my wife, uh, very vague responses. She said, I want to um, have enough money so we can pay our mortgage, okay? So red flag number two right there. So she wants, still wants to have a mortgage when she retires. Then she clarified when I started asking questions, she said, well, we should probably have our house paid off before we get re retired. I said, yeah, I think you should. I've, I've heard from other people, I don't know. You should have your mortgage paid off before you retire. If you don't pay it off before you retire, it's gonna, you're, you're gonna have a hard time. But yeah, because your income goes down. Right. Right. So she wants to have a lot of, she wants to have money, doesn't know how much. Seemed like she wanted to have a mortgage still, but it's not like after that she um, reneged on that. And then she said she wanted to be able to have enough money to travel. But we don't travel often, so. Well, eventually you would. At some point. I, I think that you should, uh, when, when you plan for retirement, yeah, you should have your house paid off. Right. Because your, your income comes, comes down and, you know, you, you want to have a little bit to travel. I mean, not a, when you can. And right. then you want to travel when you're young, too, because right. what happens if you get ill? 
I remember that. Remember I talked to you about uh, going on a long vacation, uh, that 30-day right. trip? Well, my son's, I think it was, he was in the elementary school teacher. Mm -hmm. She was getting close to retirement and she wanted to, she goes, I wish we could travel. My, my husband's now sick. We can't travel. Yeah. We have the money now. We can't do it. So that had always stuck to me that, okay, I always try to make a vacation right. a year or every other year to where it's significant that we could spend some family time together. Right. So I always budget vacations. Too. Well, you're, you're paying it cash, right? not putting yeah. it on a credit card, not getting exactly. it for months, like that. And, and that's why I always have that, that money set aside. But I've already did my baby step one and my uh, the six months to a year right. set aside. I already did all that. So I could afford to set money aside. Right. And um, so, yeah, I think you should do a little bit of both when, right. when you retire. And I agree. And even now, one thing I'm struggling with is even the idea of Traveling young, like fuck it, why not? Why why don't we fucking go somewhere? Why don't we go out? It'll be good for our mental health. Yeah, we're in a quarantine pandemic, whatever. But little getaways will be helpful. Even our kids, are like, when are we gonna go out? Well, right. I think one thing that happens to not only you but your kids when you get you when you travel, it's different right. than being at home because you're stuck in a little right. Little you know, twenty, 20 by twenty room, <laughs> and then you're in the car. If you do a road trip, you're in a car eight, ten hours right. a day. You really get quality time with your with your family. Right. Sometimes, like uh, I don't know. And you great memories. You great memories. memories. Well, and then you, what, you get the memories when you know you have these incidents and vacation like you didn't think you were going to ever do. Yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. one year we went to Washington D.C. And um, we ended up driving to Philadelphia. We wanted mm -hmm. to go see where the Rocky Steps were at mm -hmm. and, and uh, where they signed the independence. So we took a day trip over there. Well, it was a day right before we were supposed to come back to LA. So by the time we got back to Washington area, it was already about 11, 30, 12 o'clock. Mm -hmm. So like, well, we have to be at the airport at three in the morning because we had like a really early flight. So as a group, we decided, okay, what do we do? Do we go get a hotel for two, three hours? Or do we just say, forget it, we'll just go right. wait in the airport. Sleep at the airport then? And thinking that the airport was like LAX, it's always something going on, there's always right, right. people action in the airport. We all say, hey, let's go to the airport. You know, it's only Same three, four hours to we would have to do it. So, allá vamos, ya fuimos a entregar el carro. And guess what? Airport's closed what and everything's empty. The good thing, the lobby area or the where you check in, it was open that you could go and sit down. Otherwise, we would be out in the, <laughs> in the thing. Uh, but it was a memory. <laughs> so we all kind of <laughs> slept in the airport. Uh, we all slept in the airport for for uh, a while. Right. And um, that was one of those memories. I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. So that's probably something that they remember that. Yeah, we remember. That's that's. Uh, and what the hell? That, that's that's uh, something that we, we remember. So next step is Maybe step seven. Seven, build wealth and give. And that's where he basically talks about like you've already paid off everything in your life. You're able to, to build more wealth and help other people live like you've never lived before. Help other people if you could. He calls it um like being able to help. Is it tithing, tithing? Tithing, which is that's the church, right? Because he's very religious, I believe. And yeah, yeah, he's give Christian. Ten percent of your salary to the church. That's a whole different topic. I'm not right. sure if I uh, agree with that. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yes, the so he he also talks about like helping other people who are in need. Helping it's kind of like helping them up the ladder down the end, right? But not building as the como se llama. Not making somebody um, dependent on you helping them. Correct. Right. So you, you don't want to build as the. But there's mean? other ways of, of helping. It doesn't have to just be your church. Right. It could be a, a right. charities. It could be different types of organizations. Um, a cause, you know. Or even helping individual people who need mm -hmm. something, right? So that's what he talks about. Now. Yeah, support, support so elderly family members and, and so forth. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I can't wait to get Baby Step 7. Yeah, I, I don't think the Rasa does Baby Step 7. I don't think so either. No, I don't think that, that, that flies in the neighborhood, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's just making ends meet. But one thing that when it comes to tragedy or, or where the, the neighborhood 
like if somebody's like really hurting, the neighborhoods do come together. Right. I think that's the difference between most neighborhoods and then where, where we live now. Uh, I think in the Rasa, they kind of come together and hey, they'll help you out. Uh, they, they, the neighbor, right. the neighbors help each other. They do. I agree with that. Uh, I think that's the difference between uh, where we live now and where we used to live before. Right. And I remember last year, I think it was um, 2020 or 2020. People were passing away, obviously COVID-related stuff. And I would see it on social media, and people were getting together. Like they would do a um, a food train, which I had never heard of what, what a food train was until last year. And I think somebody, um, their husband was sick or passed away. One of the two. It's a food train. A food train. So they were accepting donations, right? Somebody set up like donations on social media, and you can like gift them money or gift them. Um, they set up a calendar, right? On this day, you can buy chipotle for them, or you can buy pizza the following day, or like a sale. So that was a food train for them. Like every day, they already had food set up for them. Oh, so somebody would buy it. Yeah, somebody would buy it. Somebody would, would buy it for them out of the kindness of their heart. They weren't forced. So that the family didn't have to worry about where we're going to get food. Like food was already delivered to them at a specific time. But for how long, though? I, I want to say I saw at least two weeks worth. Hmm. Two weeks worth. To, or you send them a gift card, Lucas Al, or whatever it was. So that was a food train. You didn't have to worry about breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Somebody would always have it. That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. So people were coming to you to do that. Yeah. Um, I like that. I like it too. Um, yeah, and then people do get together to help each other out, especially La Raza. They, they, you know, if they can't help you, te traigo comida. That was yeah. the biggest thing, right, within our community. Bring, bring comida. We feed somebody. Yeah. Or the, the drinking también, right? Yeah, being the cerveza. Si. <laughs> There's never a shortage of beer out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they might not be able to afford the sodas, but they can afford the beer. <laughs> especially in the 40s. <laughs> it's cheap. Yep. Um, I, I guess the next we'll leave the the life insurance topic. Well, yeah. Dave Ramsey. So let's summarize it. Um, yes or no? I'm Dave Ramsey-ish. So part of it, I, th I do agree. See, si. uh, other parts, mm, I think it's going to be hard for the Rasa to do. I but I think if they could follow it, it's a start. Right. I think it's there's a lot of pointers there that, that pushes you to to the right direction. Right. Especially, it'll remove a lot of stress. It helps. I know yeah. our people were always dealing with stress, 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 but total stress. Well, the money financial stress, stress. Yeah. yeah. Money is stressful. The financial stress. Then what, what happens with stress? Your body starts reacting, mm -hmm. right? High blood pressure, cholesterol, your cholesterol levels start going up. Diabetes, because now, hey, I only have a little bit of money. I can only go out to eat from dollar menu and then... You eat the crappy food. You eat the crappy food, right? Stuff that's not really good for us. So baby step one, save $1,000. Baby step two, pay off all your debt, accept the mortgage. Baby step three, uh, save three to six nine three to six months of your expenses. Uh, my compa Danny says baby step one should be at least six months. Huh? I mean, you got to start somewhere. Right, right. Baby step four is invest fifteen percent of your household income. Baby step five was the five to nine, the college fund. College fund. Baby step six, pay off your mortgage. Baby step seven is build wealth and give. Like, I can't believe you actually memorized all the seven steps. If I could just take some, I'd probably be better too. Yeah. That's well, impressive. Thank but you. I'll stick to it. When you have OCD, you obsess about <laughs> stuff and you want to know it on. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But yeah, next week or next time, let's talk about like I know Dave Ramsey also talks about it, like whole insurance versus um, the different type of life insurance. Well, yeah. we will have to t touch the subject. When do you need life insurance? Because I don't think everybody needs life insurance. You don't think so? No. Hmm. And but we could talk about that later because yeah. I think. Well. I don't know if you remember, there was a couple couple years back, maybe a decade ago, there was this person going out on Skid Row, finding people, huh? putting them on life, giving them life insurances. Mm -hmm. I don't know that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about it next time. We'll do that one next week then. Because this, this one went on longer than I thought it was going to go. Okay. Okay. If you want to hear more stories like this, please click the like button and subscribe. Find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.